This is a Leaning In Leadership minicast presented by Olivet Nazarene University and Shine.fm. Here's your host, Dr. Carlos Lonberger. I'm here with Lucas and Evelyn Cortazio. Guys, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having us. We're so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having us, Carlos. Well, we're glad that uh, you took the time to chat with us a little bit here today. What we're looking at is how we're doing all of these normal ministry fields, how we're leading in the midst of this current reality with the COVID-19 crisis happening. And Lucas and Evelyn are the worship leaders at Community Christian Church in Naperville, Illinois, and they are good friends who we've known each other now for a couple of years or a little over a year, something like a year and a half or something like that. We with some of our mm-hmm. ministry teams and led worship uh, with Nathan Lane in chapel at Olivet Nazarene University. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we do worship in the midst of all of this chaos, right? It's a new yeah. reality. The current norm is something that we've not really faced or, or dealt with in recent memory or any memory for that matter in these kind of circumstances. But um, talk to us a little bit, Lucas Evelyn, if you would, just kind of Give us your thoughts on the current reality of how this whole situation is impacting your leadership and your ministry kind of in general. And then we'll get kind of into some of the details of what you've been doing with your team at Community Christian there. Everything has changed, like you said. I mean, the norm is not the norm anymore. There's a new norm. And we probably spent countless hours last week. I can't remember how many, but just trying to figure out what this new norm kind of looks like for us. Uh, but also for the broader church. One of my takeaways in, in this new early season, it's been, I think, you know, seven, eight days that it really kind of hit everybody. Uh, so two weekends for us as a church that we've had this new normal. Uh, my biggest takeaway has been that a lot of the things that we had actually set in place before any of this happened, it's reinforced how important those things are. And especially when it comes to relational connections, being there for our team, checking in with our team, having one-on-one conversations, being extra intentional about those relationships off of the stage. Carlos, you've heard us say this countless times. Our ministry happens on the stage, yes, but it really happens off of the stage. And this season is shining a light on that. I was I had a conversation with a a friend of mine just the other day, he's like, oh man, in this new season, we are, we've set up a team now to check in with people and, and like talk to them. And he, and he goes, we should probably have that all the time. And I just kind of <laughs> laughed. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I think you're right. We should probably have that all the time. So, so right now, man, it's, it's, it's forced us in a sense to, again, go back to some of the things that we really believe in uh, and be even more intentional about those things, relational things. But on, on the other you know, side of the spectrum, when it's you know, the music and, and the creativity, it's forced us out of, again, the norm to find something new for the church creatively, for the church to be on the edges. It, it usually comes from times like these, right? Uh, times of, of, of lack of resources or of times that your ground that you, you've stood on for such a long time and literally for us an actual ground like a stage with lights and smoke and multi-tracks behind us and all this the big band. When that's taken away, it forces you to, to rethink and, and, and find new ways to actually do the job. And that's been fun. Totally agree with that. I think it's been a great reminder of what uh, what shepherding and pastoring actually really looks like outside. Again, like you said, with the not being on stage, and <laughs> we talk so much about 
leading off the stage, right. worshiping off the stage. Worship is not only music. It's right. not only arts. It's not, you know, all of the shebang. And, um, and now we're, we're actually like boots in the ground. For some people more than others. Yeah. We've been intentional about some of these things. And now I think the intentionality actually like takes a whole new level. So yeah, yeah that's been a great reminder for us. You know, that's one of the things that I have always dearly loved and appreciated about the two of you because from the moment I've known you, first time I met you, I could tell you were incredibly gifted. The first time I heard you sing and play, you were incredibly talented musically, but your Thank heart you, was more so, I mean, as much as you're passionate about the music, even more so about leading your people off the stage and the relational ministry being such a key component to that. So it's just a great thing that I, I know you guys have a big heart for. So it's incredible. One other kind of thought on this is what are you doing to actually stay connected to your immediate leadership teams? You can't go meet at a coffee shop for a grande a cappuccino or whatever it is that you drink at a at a Starbucks. You know, I'm an American right. kind of person myself. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I just I just had one right here. It's done yeah, now, but yeah, I just, I I just had one. <laughs> I'm going through my own personal supply of coffee a lot quicker than we normally do because I'm home the whole day. You know, oh, no. um, exactly. But uh, it, it's interesting, you know, we have all of these different devices and, you know, access through technology. And one of the interesting things is people are now just picking up the phone to call people, you know, that thing mm -hmm. that you text and do email, yes. social media on can immediately call people too. So what are some right. of the things that you're doing to uh, stay connected to your team? Actually, a lot of the things are things that we've done already. So like we have a system of care for our, our team here at the Yellow Box. And then I, I also care for our other nine locations. But here they all speak to the Yellow Box. The Yellow Box, we have coaches and then section leaders and then contributors. So our leadership team between leader, section leaders and coaches are about you know 15 folks. We have about 70 folks that comprise the whole team. And each section leader cares for about five to six people. Coaches care for about three to four each. I care for the coaches. And when I say care, it's it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation once a month that uh, we're trying to have. Now, schedules change. There are seasons in life. So one of the things that we've set in place already way before this is a, a group me thread um, that we keep open with our leaders and our coaches. So Evelyn and I are checking in all the time, just praying for you guys. How can we, you know, how can we pray for you this week? And right now it's just intensified. Yeah. We check in once a month with our leaders you know, in something we call leadership community. We try to be together on a Sunday. We, we hear vision from our lead pastor and then we kind of cast vision for our team in a huddle with just our team. We just did the first one digitally last week. And now for this one, we actually invited the whole team, not just leaders. So contributors as well just to check in with everybody, just to make sure that, they're, that they feel cared for in this season and not just feel, but that they're actually cared for, right? That they're here from us. Hey, how, how can we help you? Can we pick up food for you? Can we, you know, medicine, whatever it may be, like we're just, we're trying to go above and beyond. I was saying before we, we hit record, it's time for the church to rise up right now, more than ever before in our generation, maybe more than ever before in, in, in the history of this planet. Like we need to rise up and be the church. So group me has been huge for us. Zoom has been huge for us. And then phone calls. We're actually asking all, all of our leaders to call their contributors and, and check in with them ask questions, how can we pray for you, and just have a conversation more often than just once a month right now. I think it's not only out of my comfort zone, it's, a lot of, it's out of a lot of people's comfort. Yeah. Like, we don't talk on the phone anymore. 
It's, you know what I mean? Like we were just talking about that. Today, we have some, some leaders at our location in different locations that are actually reaching out to our people and, hey, how can we pray for you? Are there any needs? Actually, like being the hands and feet, not only praying, but are there any needs? And so. And these are people that aren't on the team. These no. are, we have about 10,000 people in our church that yeah. aren't connected to a small group. So we, we've deviated up those 10,000 people yeah. between some staff and, and we're just calling right. them. This week, I'm calling 250 people to check in on them. And even in this day, in this season right now, not a lot of people pick up the phone, but you know yeah. what I mean? But there have been some heavy things that we've, we've talked about, like really heavy things and heavy needs. Um, just today, right? Just today. Yeah. So I think and I also think even going into the leaders like we have a good system in place where like he said like coaches and leaders and contributors but now in the season it feels like again like we've been talking about an extra intentionality and there are people that people that are not even in my immediate care that I'm reaching out to right. because it seems like how can we partner together like my leader that's talking to someone to a vocalist in their team there are things that are heavy that I'm actually like coming alongside and helping. So yeah. it just feels like in the season, it's like all hands on deck. It's like, oh, this is my, obviously we have lanes, right. but I think it's calling us out of our comfort zones and into actually, if we're really talking about worship leading for all of us, worship leading and serving. Right. Um, and that is actually taking on flesh right now for all of oh, us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's messy. And, and so we love structure at our church. But right now, the structures are being kind of uh, shaken up a little bit, too, yeah. which, again, for us, we have to be super not just OK with it, but we almost have to invite it in and go, all right, here we go. It's going to be messy. We're going to fail. We're going to get it wrong. But we're, we are inviting this, this season into our lives right now and going, Holy Spirit, what, what are you doing? How can we partner with you right now? And how can we just be led? Somebody said this the other day. I thought in times like these, we are reminded that we need to be led by the spirit and supported by, by structure and not led by structure and supported by the spirit. It's teaching us that right now more than ever before. From what I know of the community Christian network as a whole is there are a lot of moving parts, right? Like you mentioned, you've got, what, mm -hmm. 10 locations, thousands of people to communicate with. And I've even seen some great ways where I've seen your uh, different campus worship leaders speaking to their people, you know, and, and communicating mm -hmm. from that whole structure as a whole from a central location, the central staff. Right. I mean, that's got to be uh, an incredible task to coordinate all of those moving pieces, you know, so... Is there anything in particular that you would, you know, recommend or suggest to someone who is trying to coordinate all the structures that, like you mentioned, like you've had before, are kind of being called into question or even thrown out the window or at least pressed pause on right now? So any recommendations right. uh, for continuing to develop new structure for teams through this whole situation? It seems obvious, but sometimes we have to state the obvious. Yeah. Uh, pray. I think the first thing that we need to do right now more than ever before is just spend time in prayer individually and then with our teams and really be spirit led in this season. I think step number two, as we continue in prayer, is actually to link arm more than ever before. I feel like right now we need to have conversations. So whatever your immediate, if you don't, if, and, and if you don't have 
a group of people, in this case, worship pastors around you that aren't part of your church, uh, but, you know, are in your city. If you don't have that, reach out to us. We, we have a, a vast network of, of churches across the U.S. and also across the world, over 3,000 churches, and we'd love to connect you. So, Carlos, you can put our email down there and, and people want to, if, sure. if they need, you know, relationships in this season, I think are, are going to be our biggest and best resources. Actually, again, it's just a truth that has always been <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just always truth that we need people around us. But right now, we're going to find that to be, or at least some of us are really going to discover that truth, perhaps for the first time. We need people. Engage in conversation right now. What is working for you down the street? You know, how can we learn from one another? So right now, I think prayer and then relationships, man, I, I would just stick with those two. I'm sure there are other resources out there, but I think if we could just stick with those two, we can find that beautiful things can come out of this time right now, can become something better for the world as the church than we've been in the past decade or even longer than that. That's one of the key things, right? This is one of those times that is calling into question all of the obvious. You know, you can't yeah. make the assumption anymore. <laughs> of everybody's assuming this or knowing that or doing this, you know, right. all of those kinds of things together. It's like, hold on a second. Right. The absolute norm is no longer just a standard. It's, wait a second, are we actually doing being and yeah. as we say we are? The great collaboration yeah. thing. Um, it's not a time for pride. Mm, it's not a time for competition. Yeah. It's not a time for that. It's not a time for isolation. Although no. that's it's from all sides. That's what mm. they're telling us. We uh, that's the time to go against that. Um, not only in the in the personal, but then with the church, with the big C church. I think it's a time where actually like the great collaboration is right. being lived truly more than ever. Right. And yeah, and it's John seventeen. We we, we there's no way we can accomplish the mission without being together. It's just, it's just impossible. Let's kind of use that as a segue and a transition then to yeah. our kind of last big question slash topic. In a time or in a field where, you know, everything is kind of revolved around the church coming together for worship. Yeah. Now all of a sudden that's taken away. You can't be quote unquote together. I, I don't know about you, but I've had more Zoom video conference meetings <laughs> in the last week than I ever desired to have had before. How are you guys, how are you, uh, your teams, your church really actually, for lack of a better term, and I, I hope you will correct this bad language, but how are you doing worship in this situation in moving things online and, you know, just really kind of continuing to lead your ministry forward in the midst of these challenges. Uh, Evelyn alluded to this earlier. Uh, I think in a time like this, and I think you and I had talked about this too just the other day, this time is actually uh, shining a light on what worship really is, right? When, when we strip away the stage, the lights, the, the music even sometimes, are we actually worshiping this God? Because we really do believe that worship goes way beyond music it goes way beyond sundays it, go, it goes way beyond the corporate times of singing together it is a life choice with every breath who am i worshiping right now am i worshiping uh, the father the son and the holy spirit or am i worshiping myself am i worshiping something else do i worship fear right now i think a lot of us have found ourselves worshiping fear in this moment let's put that aside for for, for a second and, and just talk about the actual like ministry of music for us Right now, we have a couple of things in place. So we had online services already. And right now, our team, we've shifted that a little bit because we have 10 locations and we can't record live anymore on Sundays. So we're piecing together you know, pieces of video that we've had from the past. This past Sunday, we had um, two songs that we played, quote unquote, live that were recorded 
in our student conference in January, which was awesome. I mean, yeah. all of that was there. We had some students there, right? So it's like kids jumping up and down and people are like, are you guys not socially isolating yourselves? We're like, no, no, this is from, this is from two months ago. <laughs> so we're just trying to, again, have, have, we have to be creative with that Sunday experience. So we're piecing together music from, from different times. And two weeks ago, we got all of our worship pastors together on the stage and we recorded 15 songs of our catalog just to have that ready for the upcoming weeks. We might have to do that again. I don't know. We heard from a few sources that churches are still okay to for people to go to the building and, and do some work that can fluctuate. So right now we have that option, but we right. haven't really gone back since we did this the first time. So anyway, we have the Sunday stream. Uh, what we've also uh, instituted is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. We have, we're asking two of our worship pastors each of those nights to get on and kind of like what, we, what we're doing right now. So Evelyn and I did our first last Friday and we, we just led four or five songs from our couch our kids joined us and they were singing and that kind of happened in the moment. And so right now, again, the beauty of this moment is when you strip away all, again, it's just the lights and that's not bad. The light, you know, the guitars and drums and tracks, none of that stuff is bad. You know me, Carlos. I love that stuff. It's, that's beautiful. But right now we're stripping all of that. And what we're finding in, is there's simplicity in worship. There is beauty in that simplicity that we're finding right now. And it's very relatable. When we're just sitting here at our couch and you're sitting at your couch, it feels like we're very connected. Where we've found a lot of a lot of times we've we have to work really hard on Sunday specifically to like mend or, or, or bridge that gap between the big stage and the people off the stage. We have to work really hard. Right now that work is almost non-existent. It's like we're just doing the same thing. So yeah, so we've instituted a couple of those things. We're, we're trying to work on, on some other ways that we can be through music, that we can bless the church. We're talking about how to do more like songwriting, co-writes via Zoom. We can't be in the same place anymore. How do we put together songs? The Sunday we, we did, um, what was the song? Uh, it was It Is Well, The Hymn. It Is Well, The Hymn. So we had each of our worship passages record without a click or just in the same key, we all recorded on our own and then we, we pieced it together. It's nice. different, you know, it, it, so it's going to look different. I think that's, that's okay. And that's actually going to be really good. I think what it has opened up for us too, especially us being at the yellow box and that's where we live stream from. Yeah. I think this has actually created space for a lot of the worship pastors to be a part of this. Yep. So intentionally we are trying like, how do we, you know, it, like the Sunday with it as well, you know, I feel like there's more intentionality yeah. because now this is going, it's, it's always gone to other locations, the live stream, but now it's kind of like, okay, it's how the only do we, thing we have. it's the only thing we have. Yeah. We gotta, like, we gotta show that we're together. There's, there is representation from every uh, a location. So that has also been really cool to see. Yeah. And heart, we, you've heard us say this before, Carlos, heart needs to be in front of excellence. And right now, is a, it's a season where we're going to have to make some really hard choices oh, yeah. in order to really honor the heart behind what we're doing yeah. over the excellence at times. And that's not an easy thing for some of us, especially mm -hmm. some bigger churches that, that really have put their identity on excellence. Right now, I think God is the Holy Spirit is kind of breaking that down a little bit and going, okay, there are times where we're going to have to make a choice of of heart first unity you know how do we how do we show that to people yeah. versus oh man that wasn't as excellent as as this other thing could have been but it points to something bigger it points to unity yes. it points to the body and i think that's a win for for the kingdom
in some ways, this whole thing is decentralizing the whole idea of worship and church and ministry because everybody now all of a sudden has to rise to the occasion in any number of different ways, right? As it applies to yeah. their areas, which is so good. So in our last like, kind of 30 seconds, what words would you want to share? Encouragement, anything else that you would like to share with other worship leaders around? I would say the world, but I, I highly doubt we're going that far. With this podcast. But you never know, man. You never know. <laughs> it, to those who are in your seat, what would you like to say? Stay connected. Don't let uh, social uh, distancing isolate you. I think that the weapon of the enemy right now is, uh, not just right now, always, is isolation. It's division, always. He, he operates in division, and I think our God op- operates in unity. So right now, as much as you can, just make sure that you are connected. Like I said, if you don't have a group of people around you, of worship pastors around you that you can talk to, that you can pray with, that you can cry with, that you can laugh with, then let us know. We're going to do the best that we can to connect you to folks from around the country, around the world, that we can just do that, just do life together. Just pick up the phone and say, how, how are you today? How can I pray for you today? So stay connected right now. And obviously what we said before, it's, man, I think there's a, right now the spirit is, is awakening something in all of us, like a new desire for him, a new desire for, for, for God. And I think we have to really lean into that right now in prayer in scripture and really do what we're supposed to be doing all along, I think right now. I think I just just look at this as an opportunity. Yeah, that's good. To build bridges, to mm-hmm. learn, to grow, to serve. I always say this: worship leading, and I we always say that your everyone is a worship leader. Um, some people have that role in a church, but everyone's a worship leader, and worship leader is serving. So, how can you serve? How can you use this opportunity to serve and grow and build bridges again? Like Lucas said stay connected you're not alone we're all we're all scrambling or all you know we're all extending each other grace and and learning in this process so you're not you're not alone this is one of those times where creativity is almost on demand right like it and for those (laughs) uh creative minds that are in the worship field i feel like the best creative minds come from the worship field right you Mm. could have a heyday with so much let's see it as opportunity during these days yeah Well, Lucas, Evelyn, thank you so much. Thank you for being with us. If you've enjoyed this content, if you appreciated it, please like or share it, tag us in it, you know, all of that kind of stuff helps us get the word out. And remember, when you're a leader, you're not just in the people business. Your business is people. Thanks for listening to this mini cast of the Leaning In Leadership Podcast from Olivet Nazarene University and Shine.fm. Be sure to follow us on social media and watch for upcoming episodes released the first Thursday of every month.